Welcome to SaaS Talks from Lead to Close, where I'll be sharing with you everything that I've learned to close leads. I went from quitting my first sales job because I was too scared to talk to strangers to becoming a VP of sales for multiple tech startups where I built a sales team from scratch and led them to an acquisition. I'll teach you how to schedule more demos on your calendars, close at least 50% of your demos, and build a pipeline large enough so you're always hitting quota. If you're looking to scale, then turn the volume up. Hey everyone, so today we have our monthly special once again. We have a special guest as usual for our monthly specials, Fred Melanson. I I, I don't know if I'm butchering it. He's the CEO of Blinks, a product-led sales uh, platform for SaaS. He's also the host of Value First, um, a product-led growth SaaS podcast. And today he's going to not talk about discovery, not talk about closing or negotiation, but talk about something that's actually really, really important that I think a lot of sales content out there doesn't talk about, but is one of those problems that once you look look at it, you're like, holy crap, this is a big problem. And that is, he's going to talk about how to find buying intent signals from prospects so you can actually focus on leads that are interested in purchasing so you're not wasting your time. So I'm going to give you the mic. I'll, keep, I'll stay true to the podcast where we're going to put um, a 20 minute clock. You'd always have to give a strategy for 20 minutes, but um, I, I'm going to have questions because this is an intriguing uh, topic for me. So you have the mic, Fred. Love Go it. For it. Love it. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Um, guys, what I'm going to talk about today is for AEs or SDRs or people in sales that have that are working on a company that has a bottom-up acquisition model, I'm going to teach you how to find the most qualified leads or accounts to focus on to drive more revenue really quickly and to make the best out of your time. It's a really, really important problem right now that uh, we're, we're working on, but is, I'm going to show you different ways to, to find it today. Um, so really the concept is, I will, sorry have, to cut you off. I do, I do want to, in case somebody doesn't know what bottom up funnel. So what, what is that? Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was about to say. So the, the, in terms of the context and what you want to, what you want to look for is you're working for a company that generates a lot of leads going to your website through either marketing or the product itself. And you have people that try your product and then sales reps engage. So it's not a typical prospecting, reaching out, email marketing and getting a, getting a deal. It's really for SaaS companies that have either a marketing-led acquisition model or a product-led acquisition model. So your company generates a bunch of content. People get to your site. They have a conversation with the, with the sales rep. They maybe try your product and then you get to a close or your product itself generates uh, awareness by other leads and they go to your website, they sign up. For example, Loom is a great example. Slack is a great example. There are other companies that have, uh, that use the techniques that I'm gonna teach today, like UserPilot, who don't have necessarily a try for free on their website, but still using buying test signals from the product is really a killer strategy for their AEs um, to do three things mainly. So the three things that are really beneficial about the strategy and why you should care and listen right now is it's it helps AEs generate faster conversions from free trial to paid. If you have a business that has a lot of leads on the site and you want to generate as many conversions as possible, you need to find the leads that you want to focus on and the leads that you want to ignore. The second thing is driving bigger deals and expansion revenue. 
So you have an account, maybe you've already closed, uh, they've, they're in your product, or it's an account that's maybe on a, on a starter plan uh, from your website. And as the AE, your goal is to really find accounts that are expansion opportunities that you can expand to bigger plans, you can expand the user, user base, you can uh, really grow that deal size. And finally, number three, in terms of what you can get with that strategy is really make the best out of your time. What I see when I talk to AEs that are at those companies is they have a shit ton of leads. Sorry, pardon my language. They have a shit ton of leads coming into the site and, and assigning to them and being assigned to them. And they need to focus their time on the ones that are going to convert into the biggest deals, the fastest. And if as an AE, you have 30, 300 accounts assigned to you or 300 leads, it's really difficult to not just throw darts in, in the dark and be able to, to focus. So what I'm going to talk about today is six really things that you can look at and how people use your product that are really, really high indicator of accounts that you should focus on, whether they've been engaging with your, your product after you've sold them, or if they've been engaging with your product uh, from the free trial or freemium on your website. Amazing. And those six things that you're going to share does, let's assume for a minute, the, the person that's listening to this is a, is an AE at a company. Do 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 they need to have like their developer or manager be able to find these, these six things or it's something that they can just go and find themselves? It's something they can go and find themselves. Obviously it's not the easiest to do, but I'm going to share, I'm going to share firstly the six things that you want to look for. And then after that, I'm going to share four ways to do it. So Amazing. depending, right. depending on your stack, depending on what your company is using, there's different ways to do it. Obviously, what, what we're working as a company is, to, is that platform to help AEs do it even more uh, efficiently than, than what they do currently. But I'm going to give you anyway, four ways to do it. Also, from what I see in the market, what other companies are doing and, um, and how they're fixing that, that problem. Sweet. So yeah, let me... Super interesting. Cool. Cool. So I'm going to, again, I'm going to start with really the six things that I think um, should be worth. Uh, looking for as an account executive or an SDR in terms of who you, you focus on and then the four ways to do it. Yeah. And maybe at the end, like a quick, like what you do with that, like if you find a product qualified account. So let me well, start. Yeah. With yeah. The, also with a sales six. manager, if like a sales manager or VP of sales is listening to this um, and you're new to the role and you're, you're trying to scale quickly, like this is for you also, like this is super, yeah. Um, all right, let's go. I'm excited. Yeah, and at the, at the same time, I mean, you we've seen companies like Miro who've who've openly said recently that merging product like growth with sales execution is really the the how they've been growing this quickly. Yeah. Slack, if you look at Slack's revenue, forty percent of their revenue comes from sales, even though everyone thinks mm. that it's just self serve. And you you get on Slack and you invite colleagues and it's viral. Same thing for Calendly. Those companies have AEs, they have SDRs, they have huge sales teams, and it drives on average 40 to 50% wow. of their revenue. So that concept product-led sales is really coming to market and more and more companies are, are using it. So I'm gonna show you um, today a bit of a base on what you wanna look for and then uh, give you a few ways to do it. Cool. All right, so number one I would say is the classic one with product-led sales and it's called product qualified leads. So what you wanna, what you wanna find here are in all of the leads that I have coming up to my site and trying my product, which leads are qualified in my product in a sense that they've understood the value and I can sell to them. 
What I mean by that is, for example, for Slack, after a workspace or an account has reached over 2,000 messages, Slack knows that your, your likelihood of being a retained paying customer is way higher. So most of the time when, when a company that has certain criteria reaches that status, an AE can reach out. So think about product qualified leads or product qualified accounts as which accounts I have a belief that they've reached a level of usage in my product that would benefit an AE reaching out to try to close them. So think about, think about what's the main feature in your product. What's the main thing that people want to do, whether it's if you're a Loom, it's record a video. Um, if you're like an Asana, it's create tasks and projects. What are levels at which you have an indication that they've really understood the value of your product? Obviously, this, this considers a bit of talks and interaction between sales and maybe product, depending on who owns analytics. But that's really something that for sales reps is extremely powerful because if an AE re uh, reaches out to a product qualified account, the chances of closing that deal is way, way higher because people have already understood the value of, their pro of, of your product. Maybe they just need your help to unlock something or they just, they're not aware of the paid plan and what it can do for them. So this is really, this was really the first one that you want to track. And it's the classic. We have, we all know marketing qualified leads, MQLs. Mm -hmm. We all know SQLs with companies that are marketing led or product led. There's this concept of product qualified leads and it's extremely powerful for, for, for sales teams because imagine you're, you're, you're trying to, you're trying to fish something in a, you're trying to fish uh, for, for, for fish in a pond. And all of a sudden, like the ones that are, that you can catch start flashing and they start moving and just, you just have to like pick them up. Um, it's, it's really, it makes focus really, really easier for, for account yeah. executives. Quick question on that one. So would you say it's better, like, maybe it's, this answer is, it depends on the company, but let's say you have a product with 30 features and a bunch of integrations. Should the rep or the sales manager look for PQLs, product qualified leads um, that are, let's you said like, are maybe using a particular feature. Should that feature be like the most popular feature or is it, or do you reckon, are you saying like, it's one of those features that only an experienced prospect would actually know to look for. And so one of those like hidden features, which one is it? That's a great question. I, and that comes to, to one of the other, other points in those six for the like premium features, but I would say, keep it simple. Like every, depending on the complexity of your product, of course, there's, there's always a North star metric that usually SaaS companies track, whether yeah. it's videos recorded or presentations shared, or I don't know, like deal created in a CRM, for example, Keep it simple. Is there one feature that you can think about that would really communicate if an account is having success in your product or not? Yeah. And I would say keep it keep it at that at, at the start. Awesome. And and obviously you can do some back and forth with your product teams and your yeah. RevOps teams if you have one um, to to find that metric. But I would say keep it simple. Like if you're if your PowerPoint and it's all about creating presentations, like okay, all the accounts that have reached. 20 presentations, mm. for example, that could be, that could be a, a PQL. It, usually yeah. what we see is a combination of the main feature and 
some, um, some firmal graphics on the account. For example, cool. I, as an AE, I want to focus on everyone who's, I don't know, recorded 15 videos if I'm a Loom and has over 50 employees. That's a, that's a product qualified lead that I want my AEs to focus on. Yeah, that's it. I remember um, I was selling software um, SaaS product in legal tech. And one of the things that we were looking for was number one, integrations with like the most popular integration. And the second thing was if they had sent, um, if we knew there were a multiple sized law firm and they had sent the invite to the other users and those other users confirmed that count, then it was like, all right, they're interested. Uh, that's awesome. So yeah. number one, yeah, yeah, PQL, product qualified PQLs. leads. Yep. Right, what's number, number two? two? Yeah, number two, I would say it's account with growing users. So that's that's a, a really good indicator of, of buying intent. Uh, you can also match that with, are they still on the free plan? What plan are they on? Depending on if you're using Stripe or what type of solution you're using for, for, your, for your product billing. But I would say that accounts that have a growing users in a short amount of time is usually a great target for AEs considering that you have tons of leads, look at accounts that have a lot of growing users. So that would be my number two. It's pretty straightforward. Obviously I'm going to get to like how you can look yeah. for, for those things. Um, and I would, that I would say number three in, in the list is similar, but it's not exactly growing users. It's accounts that are super active um, and they're still on the free plan. So there's, there's ways, there's ways to, to look for, uh, to see if accounts are active in your product and accounts that have been super, super active, but they're still on the free plan or they're still on a really low tier plan. Those are great targets for a, so that, that would be my number three. That's awesome. Number four accounts who've tried premium features. So in whether you use one of the four ways that I'm going to teach you to, to track that accounts who are again on a low tier plan or still on the free trial that have tried premium features or that have clicked premium features. This is something that may be new to some AEs, but that data can actually get to a pipeline. It can actually get to an account executive. So you can have that information and that's a great target. And let's say I have a hundred accounts that have signed up to my product this week. And in all of those hundred, there's five that have clicked with a premium feature, but that have not converted. Those are people you want to you want to engage Sweet. right away. So that would be number number four. Number five is signups who fit your ideal customer profile. So this is a is a straightforward one, but I see a lot of companies not using that to their advantage. For and and usually the problem is that information doesn't get to the sales rep in a way that they can action in an actionable way, so they can take an action. But let's say you have a Slack that signs up for your company for for your product or you have Microsoft that signs up for your product, you absolutely want an AE to reach out to them right away. Although your company will probably have email marketing being sent out automatically, you want a sales rep to engage manually. It sounds dumb, but honestly, not enough people do it of checking in all of the signups and all the leads that are assigned to them. What's the size of the company? Firmographics, does it fit the industry that we want to sell to? Does it fit the size of the company that we want to sell to? So that would be my number five when it comes to uh, things that you want to look for in product usage data to, to, to find the best leads. And finally, number six is really for expansion. So those that I've talked about are more for accelerating conversions, closing deals with either accounts that are free in your product or that are on low tiers that have maybe 
tried your paid plan by themselves. And as an AE, you want to engage them to try to close that, that bigger deal, get them on the enterprise plan. My, my number six is really for expansion. So trying to find an account that is that has a great potential to expand that are already paid, um, that are already on a great plan, but you have a potential to expand into a way bigger contract or you can increase the amount of users. You can get multiple um, teams on board. This is really the number six. It can be sales that own it or CS. Uh, but my number six is looking for accounts that are paid and on a, a low plan and that have a that are reaching specific milestones that are further than the product qualified lead state. For example, okay, my product qualified lead lead um, state is 10 videos. Maybe after a hundred videos, you should be on the enterprise plan, mm -hmm. but maybe you're not. So looking for what have people done in the product and where are they in their, in their overall usage. And if you have accounts that are active, have reached a certain milestone in the product usage, but are still in like a, a paid but low tier plan, that's a great expansion opportunity for, for a salesperson to, to engage. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, cool. That, that's awesome. Um, we're 16 minutes in, so this is good. We're good on time. Walk, walk us through the, the how. You said you had the four ways to how to actually get here, get to these um, uh, in, indicators, leads with indicators. Yeah, so I told you about the six in, main indicators that I would check. Obviously, there's way more and, and depends on, on your product, on your strategy. And then the four ways to do it, the four ways so that information gets to sales reps and they can actually take an action. Um, I'm going to tell you four. So one is obviously you can ask your developers to create custom workflows. That's what some companies do. You can use workflows from your warehouse to your CRM using Zapier to do some integrations to tools you're using. You can use segment to send product data. So sort to... of like a Boolean logic. So if lead comes in and lead has X amount of views and lead used up to 200 videos and lead and, and, and do this or notify yeah. us on Slack, whatever it is. The number one option is definitely the, the hardest. It's, it's the one that, cause usually developers want to focus on the core product. So that's, yeah. that's something you can do. That's something business, some business do uh, in terms of building it internally. So that would be number one. I wanted to mention it because it's still yeah. a way like you can ask your developers to build custom workflows. Cool. Number two, is uh, sales reps can go to tools like Mixpanel or Pendo or Amplitude. And it's not the most user-friendly for sales, um, but it's, it's a way to do it. If you ha already have product analytics dashboard, I would highly encourage a sales rep that doesn't have a product-led sales platform to once in a while, like once every couple of days, log into Mixpanel or Pendo or an Amplitude. Is it free? It's those tools have a free version. They they're not, I think they have a free and a paid paid version, but it's honestly super rare that a SaaS company doesn't have at least one product analytics tool. So, th like so then they would have to ask essentially their, if it's a rep, a sales rep, then they would say, Hey, manager or VP, do we, what, what's our product analytics tool? Um, is it, you know, and then be, and then ask for permission to log in and, and, and look into it. Yeah, or, or the sales manager can export dashboards daily from those tools. And it, again, it's not the most user-friendly way to do it, but it's an efficient way because usually SaaS companies 
already have a tool like Mixpanel Amplitude, Pendo, or there's, there's a bunch. Um, but what you can do is either give access to the sales rep so they can dig into it and see, okay, which accounts are taking which actions, and then try to find those six items that I've mentioned. Or you can ask sales managers, hey, every day, can you, can you give me a dashboard of like every account that signed up to our product in the last week that have reached this action 10 times? So cool. that, that would be a way to do it that, that could be efficient. Number three is to use a reverse ETL tool to send uh, product data information to your CRM. There's also a way to do it with segment, but that's what some companies do. Let's say you're using Salesforce or HubSpot and your data, that's more technical, but your data is in a data warehouse. You can use a reverse ETL tool like HighTouch or Census to send product data to your CRM so that if you open Salesforce, you have that account and in the account, you'll have custom fields saying, okay, they've this action, they've taken it, they've taken it 25 times. They've recorded 10 videos. They shared X amount of presentations. They have X amount of users. So this is something you don't have in a, in a traditional CRM record, but you can do with a reverse ETL tool. And number four, number four is to use is what we're working on. At Blinks, we're building a product-led revenue platform. So what we're trying to do is make it super easy for, for sales reps to visualize where accounts are relative to the six, the six milestones or points that I've mentioned and recommend actions that they can take. So that's another way. We, there's other players in the space, but it's a new category. Product-led uh, revenue platforms is a great way to either send that information to your CRM um, your, yourself by having your, your VP of sales or sales manager set up or to, to go on our dashboard and see where accounts are based on the criteria yeah. uh, that I've mentioned earlier. This is awesome. So I think my, my thoughts on this is um, the whoever's listening to this, if you're a rep listening to this, my opinion is you should share this episode with your manager who you report to. Because I don't know many reps that have access to reverse ETL tools or uh, access to analytics like mix panel or have direct communication to the developers. It's usually their higher ups that communicate that. So if, you, if you're a rep listening to this, know that what you should be looking for to increase the, the chances of speaking to a, a prospect that's likely to close or get on the demo are those six things that Fred mentioned, but share this episode and then maybe like set up an appointment or send an email to your manager saying, Hey, didn't did uh, I heard this podcast episode? Thought this was helpful because it's the man. I think it's the in this case. I think this episode is to make the AEs aware, but this episode I would say is geared towards the sales manager that's listening to SaaS talks and saying, "How do I get my reps to close more?" And this is how to do it because I've I've worked in companies where we implemented uh, at least five of these things, uh, five of these six things, and it worked really really well and you you can split up your day like because reps say like who do i contact first um and and it like you said even expansion revenue like one like so one thing i'll just add here that i was thinking uh, number two about like six things to look for high indicators i know we're running uh, out of time here um but accounts with growing users one of the things that you can do as a rep that you don't need your manager or vp or developer is you can go into linkedin sales navigator and you can set an alert for when I believe you can do this on LinkedIn Sales Navigator, um, where anytime yeah. somebody's updated their job title, um, and and what I would do is maybe every month or so, or every two months, or every three months, 
go to LinkedIn Sales Navigator and see if there's any. Let's just say your target audience is, um, I don't know, uh, 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 SDR. Let's say that's who you're targeting as a rep. Then every few few months, maybe go on LinkedIn and say, has this check if this company has added any new SDRs to their department. It, I, 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 it may be manual approach to do it, but I think that's sort of the 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 workaround. And if they've added additional people um, to their company, then maybe now you can go approach them. This can apply to expansion revenue. Um, that's the easy, like expansion revenue is, is the cheapest way to, to actually grow more revenue. And I know reps are um, that are in my community and are listening to the podcast are also account managers dealing with purely expansion revenue. Um, cool, man. This is awesome. We're out of time. So I want, like, where do people find you? I'm super active on LinkedIn, so you can you can find me Fred Fred Lawrence on LinkedIn. You can email me Fred at blinks.com anytime. I yeah, and I'll, and I'll put your quickly. information below as well. And it's blinks with two eyes. For blinks with that. two eyes. Yes, nx.com. Yeah, amazing man. Um, anything you want to leave uh, leave off with, or that was it. <laughs> well, well, well. The last thing I would say is like when when you actually get that information. Yes, indeed. Like. The sales manager needs to be involved so that the AE has that information. But once you get it, it's all yeah. about contextually engaging. So like it's it's the best way to get people to reply to you if they try your product is engaging based on that product data. So I would highly encourage it, encourage AEs to, to share that with, with their managers so they can get it set up because it can really have a huge impact on their close rates. And, and yeah, good point. Sense. That's a good point. Once you once you actually get the information when you have the resources and you have it in front of you, now you, you're, you're responsible to, you, you have like full control to how you want to cut it and slice the information. Yeah. And cool, man. Um, thanks, thanks for having for, me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Helpful. Yeah. All right. Have a good one. By the way, don't forget, I have an FTTC inner circle, a private mastermind group where AEs and sales leaders are focused on closing more demos. And I post exclusive content templates, workshops that we do. I also shared a, uh, uh, it's called Sales Cocktail, my swipe file for different pieces of sales content that I come across, whether it's discovery, demo, close, negotiation, career, culture, prospecting, emailing. I share that exclusively in the group. It's the FTTC Inner Circle Mastermind Group. It's only $9 a month for now, and it's a seven-day free trial. So if you sign up today, you'll only be paying 9 bucks a month, seven-day free trial, cancel whenever check out the link in the description of this episode and or go to my Facebook featured section, my LinkedIn fe uh, featured section and you will see it there. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you found this relevant or practical at all, then please share this episode. Until next time, I'm your host, Mor Asulim.